morning and welcome to Zion here. My name is Minister Clarence Smith. I'll be doing the prayer and the greeting. If you're a first time visitor, worshiping with us for the first time, we ask and pray that you'll stop by the greeting station and receive a gift from the Zion here family at the end of the service now, not before. Amen. Bless y'all. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we thank you for this beautiful and this wonderful day, Lord God, that you have created, Father God. Father God, we thank you for the doors of the church that's open in your name this morning, Father God. We thank you even for ordering our steps this morning, Lord God, that we would be found in here. It would predestined that we would be here today, this morning, at this time, over 2,000 years ago, Father God. And we thank you for it, Lord God. And we ask whatever you're doing today, Father God, don't do it without us. If you can use anything, anybody, here we are, Lord God. We give ourselves away, Lord God. We belong to you. Our life is not our own, Father God. Help us, save us, sanctify us, fill us with your sweet Holy Spirit, Lord God. And we pray and ask that you will rejuvenate and revive the angel of the house, the under-shepherd, Lord God. Pull back in him and more what he pulled out at the first service, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, we love you so much. We need you. Your word said we can do nothing without you, Father God. We receive it. We believe it, Lord God. Oh, Father God, we know our best days are in front of us. They're not behind us. Our best life is in front of us. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Can we stand on our feet and give God praise this morning? If you are blessed and you know that you're blessed, can you clap some your hands like this and declare, say, I am blessed. Say, I am blessed. Now tell somebody, say, you are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. Clap your hands like this. Come on. Come on. Come on. Everybody put those hands together. Come on. Yeah. Live streaming, go ahead and clap right where you are. Yeah. Oh, help me sing this. Everybody say bless, bless, say bless, bless, say bless, bless, say bless, say bless, say bless, say bless, say bless, say bless. Now everybody clap though. I look good. We want to bless him today. Because he blesses us. 
hands like this and declare that I'm blessed. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Tell somebody else, say, you're blessed. You're blessed. Your family is blessed. Your home is blessed. On your job, you're blessed. You're blessed going in. You're blessed going out. You're blessed all over. You're blessed. The blessings of a God be upon you. And even if you're going through something, we just want to minister to you and tell you that thing is turning around for you. No matter what it looks like, you serve a God that's higher and bigger than any problem, any circumstance, any disease, any issues. He's turning it around for you. And it's going to work in your favor. As a matter of fact, it's already working in your favor. So we want to encourage you and say, it won't always be Us, God. 
for blessing us, God. Hey, it's turning around for me. 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 If you receive it, say, it's turning around for me. It's turning around for me. It's turning around for me. Yeah, God. It's turning around for me. Bless me, oh God. Who started a good work in you is able to 
Super Bowl to finish it to the day of Christ Jesus. It's early for you. It's early for you. It's early for you. Say yeah. ministry. This is a blessed ministry. And God has blessed this church. God has blessed this church to do great things. It's time for tithes and offering at this time. So as God bless you, he wants you to bless him as well. The Bible said if you, it's better to give than it's to receive. God is in the blessing business and he wants you to bless him as well. And to our online viewers, if you've been blessed by this ministry, and I'm sure you have, you can also give as well. There's three ways that you can give. You can either scan the QR code uh, that's on the screen, or you can go to our website and hit the giving tab, or you can text 72356 dollar sign Zion Hill family and give in that way as well. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, Father God, we thank you for the many, many blessings that you've blessed us with, Lord God. If we had 10,000 tongues, Father God, we couldn't say thank you enough, Lord God, because, because of the blessings that we are aware of and the ones that we are not aware of, Lord God, you're still working on us all the time, Lord God. All of the time, you're still blessing us, Father God, when we're even unaware of it, Lord God, even when we don't even uh, recognize the blessings, Father God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father God. For one, I am blessed, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for this ministry, Lord God, because it's great, Lord God, and it's doing great things for the Lord, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for the even the, the youth center, Lord God, that's being built, Lord God, in honor, Lord God, of the children, Lord, in honor of you, Lord God, to bless the children, Lord God. So 
so we just thank you right now lord god that it shall be so father god i speak to every dry bone lord god that's father god that's not being watered by the lord i pray that you will water it father god with the holy ghost lord god and that father god they will come together like a strong army lord god and father god begin to proclaim the gospel lord god and do great things for the lord lord god so father god i just thank you right now lord god for what you're doing and what you're gonna do father god in this season lord god this season is a turnaround season lord god father god the pandemic and the covid it's over lord god it's over lord god we proclaim victory we proclaim uh uh, prosperity we proclaim peace father god we proclaim power right now lord god in the powerful precious potent peaceful name of the lord and savior jesus christ father god we give you honor we give you glory and we give you praise for the god for the things that you're gonna do lord god i have not seen and ear have not heard father god of the things that god has in store for the man and woman of god that love him lord god and we love you lord god we love you we love you we love you god in jesus name amen ushers you may come forward
praise God. Will you help me thank God for this choir? They were here in the morning. Amen. We thank God. How is everyone doing? Anybody wants to sing? Well, praise the Lord. Let's all get up and let's say hello to somebody. Just greet them. Thank God for them for being here this morning. It's a blessing just to see people.
Wow. That's amazing. Praise the Lord. I think the devil is in trouble. I've always believed God for a church where we can come and minister to people. Traditional music, contemporary, and every area is blessed. And we're getting there. Thank you, choir. Musicians and worship team. Amen. If you have your Bible with you, will you please stand with me in reference to the Word of God? Open your Bible to the book of Job, chapter 22, verse number 28. The book of Job, chapter 22, verse number 28. If you find it, please say amen. amen. The Bible says, Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. And the light shall shine upon thy ways. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we are grateful for another day of blessing. David said, I went to bed. I woke up in the morning because it was the Lord that sustained me. It's a blessing just to get up this morning. Lord, we say thank you. Thank you for the word of God. Without you, without your Holy Spirit, we cannot understand. Today we ask that you will help our understanding. And we know that the word of God will not return for it. So we claim every blessing attached to this written word, to the proclamation of your word this morning. And I pray, oh God, that you will send your anointing to remove every burden, to destroy every yoke. I thank you for it. Use your servant to proclaim your word in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I just want to talk with you today about how to be blessed. Amen. How to be blessed. Let me confess to you that lately I have been getting a lot of reports from this congregation of people who are blessed. And a few days ago, I was called upon to celebrate one of those blessings. It's a brand new SUV, and my job was just to bless it. And in the process, the Holy Spirit spoke to me to come and teach this congregation and this community about how to be blessed. Now you know the background of this sermon. 
Please notice the key word in that topic is blessed. So let me start out by defining what it means to be blessed. According to the word of God, the Hebrew word for blessing is barak. Another word they use to describe people who are blessed is esha. What does that mean? To the Jews, it means that person is fertile from the word fertility. That person, ladies and gentlemen, is prosperous from the word prosperity. So, to the Jews, when you are always producing, if you are not barren, you are considered blessed. If you're a man, everything you lay your hand on, it prosper, you're considered a blessed person. And so this term is used when they're talking about their health, their wealth, their talents, their love life, their fame. So they believe to be blessed means whatever you're doing, you're flourishing. In the New Testament, the word blessed means increase. So whatever you're working on, if the community can see increase in your life, you're considered a blessed person. They're talking about increase of his goodness in your life. Increase of his grace in your life. And again, in the New Testament, you will see Jesus preach about the blessed. We call it the beatitude in Matthew chapter 5. In fact, that was his best sermon. And then he gave us a list of things that will qualify you and me to be blessed. Ladies and gentlemen, when you look at your well-being and you look at your riches, your crops, your children, and you see the presence of God in what you do, you are considered a blessed man or a blessed woman. There was a farmer in the world of God who had very good crops. He had a lot of gain that year. But the Bible called him a fool because he thought that he did all that. He said to himself, he said, so we have done so well. All we need to do now is sit back and enjoy the blessing. We've done very well. And God said, you're a fool. Today, your soul will be required of you. And why did he die on timely death? Because he failed to recognize when you have a good year. When you have a good crop season, it is the blessing 
of God. So today my assignment is to show you how to be blessed. First, like a college professor, I will give you an assignment to go home and read Joel chapter 2. It's just one chapter. It lists for you seven different types of blessings. The reason why I'm asking you to read this chapter is so you can take an inventory of your own life and see if you're blessed or not. And for you to find out what area you're blessed and what area you're still missing out. You know, if you go to any college worth of anything, you ought to be able to monitor how well you're doing in the class. So in the class of blessing, Joel listed seven different types of blessing, and you can look at your own life and see which one of those seven you're missing. Let me give you the list before you read the chapter so you know what's ahead. Those seven blessings are number one, abundance. So ask yourself, am I living in abundance or am I barely getting by? Number two is restoration. From time to time, the enemy will steal The Bible talks about things that the canker worm has stolen, things that the locusts have stolen. But God is in business of restoration. Things that you and I lost, God has a way of restoring. Amen for that. Another type of blessing listed in the book of Joel are miracles. Some people, they only witness miracle now and then. But there are some people that miracles are common in their lives. In fact, I say this with utmost humility. Everything I achieve in my own life is a miracle. Don't mean to put myself down. I didn't know what I'm doing. I wasn't even qualified. I remember when the Lord blessed me for the first time with a good automobile, my credit was horrible. Don't tell anybody I told you, but it's the truth. My credit was jacked up, but God blessed me anyway. So I am so used to miracles in my life. Every now and then I get a chance to, my children, they know I would tell them because I want them to know that I'm a blessed man. Another kind of blessing listed in the book of Joel, chapter 2, is double portion. And you can tell if you look around, you see people getting one thing and you get double. Sometimes God will give you double for your trouble. Hallelujah. 
Another kind of blessing listed in the word of God is presence of God. Wherever you go, you can sense his presence with you. In fact, I don't know about you, even me, when I want to do wrong, it's like he's sitting right next to me. He said, don't do that. That's not you. Am I the only one sometimes I just want to do something? Just, I know it's wrong, but I want to do it anyway. <laughs> but you will hear voice from within. No, no, that's not you. That is not you. I was somewhere, I won't tell you where I was. And everybody was drinking. Well, <laughs> oh Lord. So I just want to feed in, you know. I didn't even know what they were drinking. <laughs> That's how ignorant I was. But I was not going to look out of. So I said, what do you want for drink? I said, whatever the rest of them are drinking. And I could hear the Holy Spirit so loud and clear. It's like he's right sitting next to me. The presence of God is a blessing. It's a serious blessing. The old folk will say, he walked with me. He talked with me. So the presence of God is a blessing. Another type of blessing, number six, is called family life. When you see your, your family being blessed. The last kind of blessing is called the promises of God. There are more than 3,000 promises. And so what the Israelites do, they have a date called the Day of Atonement. And so after they've been fasting, after they celebrated the atonement, then they read all these blessings to them. And everybody have to go home checking it out. What are we missing as a family? That's why I asked you to read that chapter. Let me give you the list again. Number one, abundance. Number two, restoration. Number three, miracles. Number four, double portion. Number five, presence of God. Number six, family blessing. Number seven, the promises of God. My prayer is that each of you will seek every one of these blessings. You know it's so good to be blessed. When you are blessed, even your children can tell. When you are living in a curse, your children can, even grandchildren can tell. Now this might surprise you. Even the cats and dogs in your house, they can tell. You know, every now and then we say that dogs get lost. No, they're tired of your poverty. I know you all don't like this kind of preaching, but somebody got to tell the truth. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, but it's the will of God for us, every one of us here. God's will is for us to be blessed. So my assignment today is to show you how to be blessed. And then I'm out. There are four ways to be blessed. How many ways? Number one, God himself blesses people. God can just look at you and bless you. And when God bless you, the blessing of the Lord will make you rich and it comes with no sorrow. People around you, they will just notice that, man, this Negro is blessed. You know people like that, it's like you're working on the same job <laughs> and they see you just moving up. And you're in the same job, the same company, the same kind of career. And the reason why you're moving up so far, the reason why you stand out among your peers is because you're blessed. God blesses people. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't believe me, check out the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, beginning from verse 1. Guess what the Bible says? It shall come to pass. I can preach that all day. When God said this is going to happen, no devil can stop it. Well, what's going to come to pass? He told you. He said, if you hearken to the voice of the Lord, and if you observe to do his command, then he said, this is what will happen. God will set you high above nations. Now I might scare somebody by what I'm going to say now. I am believing God that one day God will set me so high that I can afford the budget of a whole country. I know it will scare some of you. He said, I will set you high above nations. Then he goes on, keep on reading. In verse 2, he said, all these blessings shall come upon you. Then he said, we will overtake you. In other words, you don't even have to be looking for it. Wherever you go, blessing will be chasing you. David had walked in that anointing. David said, goodness, mercy. They're following me. He don't even have to look for it. He turned right, there it is, goodness. He turned left, there it is, mercy of God. Do you know some people are Christian and nothing but trouble is chasing them? The problem is no blessing in their life. So you need to know that God is in the business of blessing you. But it's not automatic. He told you what you need to do to be blessed. He said, number one, hearken, listen to what God has to say. 
He said, number two, do what God asks you to do. You know, the problem, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people, they hear what God said, but they never do it. So they are prime candidates for failure in their life. Some of them are Christians. They're on their way to heaven, but they are broke like church to rat. How can we get out of that? Number one, develop a habit of hearing the voice of God. You can hear it by studying the word of God. You can hear it by, by just observing the work of nature. You can hear it from sermons like this. You can even hear from singing. Somebody, I mean, they may think they're just having a good time, but those songs are serious revelation. Many times I've come to church, and the sermon that I got that day is from the choir. So you have to develop a habit of singing. Wouldn't it be sad if you're singing something you're not listening to yourself? <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting there, but in my mind, I don't come here for no entertainment. I like the dancing. I like all the, I like the harmony because I'm into music. But there's a message in that singing. So you have to develop a habit of listening to God. Even in your home, even while you are driving on the highway, God is broadcasting 24 hours. His network never closed. If you listen enough, you will hear God in every area of your life. And the Bible says, he said, my sheep knows my voice. The voice of a stranger, they will not follow. But once you hear from God, the problem with many Christians, they never do what God said. I can give you a testimony. I like 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock service. I, I had a ministry called Joydara Ministry. And, and then I I had only one staff. That's all I could afford. So I have to pay my bills because ministry have bills every month, you know. Then I have to pay my staff. And bless God, whenever I'm invited to preach somewhere, I never tell them how much. They will tell me how much is your honorarium. I had a preacher. His name is George Mitchell. He thought I'm the dumbest creature God ever made. He said, Pastor, tell them your worth. Name it. I had a, another preacher. His name is Fred Jones. And he, he developed a ministry that said you tell people how much you're worth. Yeah. Worthology. So they're trying to help me. They're not my enemy. They say, you can't just be going around. Did you know this church? I never told them how much to pay me. I work at Louisiana Christian University. I never asked for one dime. And yet I'm one of the highest paid. How do you get there? There's a secret to this thing. This, uh... Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I went and preached in this little church. 
And bless God, it's in Columbia, Louisiana. And the pastor there, it's a small church. The pastor said, I've been here for more than 20 years. He said, I've never met a preacher that didn't give me a prize. So he told his little congregation, he said, let's do well with, by this man. He didn't ask us for any amount. He didn't care if we, we give him one cent. He didn't ask. He said, I've been here more than 20 years. Never seen one preacher like that. And keep in mind, I had bills. We were running low that month. But I had to trust God. Will you believe those church folks, less than 100 people, gave me more money than I ever got in any church before? I'm encouraging you to develop confidence in God. God is big enough to pay your bills. Are you listening to me? Oh, it gets worse. So now that I got the money, I knew my bills are paid that month. And I'm rejoicing, thanking God. And the Holy Spirit speak to me. He said, you see that woman at the end of the church? Give the money to her. I said, get me behind me, Satan. <laughs> because I know the bills. And I know God just blessed me. But the Holy Spirit, sometimes, I said, man, are you sure? So I gave the whole, gave it away. And the devil kept telling me, you just make the biggest mistake of your life. Now, the end of the month is here. You don't have money to pay your bills. And it was true. But I heard from God. So after the church service, a total stranger came to me and said, we are going, we, don't, we are sorry we don't have food prepared for you, but we are going to the pizza place. And will you care to join us? Honestly, I don't want to go. Because all I'm thinking is that the Lord just blessed me and you took all my money. I don't want to go. But I don't want to be antisocial. I said, sure, my wife and I will come. And we went to a pizza, pizza place, pizza place, sitting down eating pizza. And then a total stranger came to me and said, Sir, were you the preacher over there at the river? I said, Yes, I am. He said, You gave your money away, don't you? And I'm thinking, No, because I don't want, that's between me and the Lord. I don't want to mess up my blessing. So I said, No, I said, It's in the car. That was a lie. It's gone. But he said, go and get it. Now I know I'm in trouble now because there ain't nothing to get. It's gone. <laughs> and then I had to tell another story. I said, it's with my wife. 
Alanda from Adam. Why are you blaming me? Adam said, the wife you gave him, that woman you gave him. That's the problem. <laughs> so, and the man said, okay, go get it. And so I have to say something to Elizabeth. There's nothing to say because I know what I do. So I pretend as if we are talking. No, I know the money is gone. And the man said, you gave that money away. He said, but the Lord asked me to give you the money. And then he wrote a personal check that is twice what I gave away. The strangest thing. True story. I was in Riverside, California. I told you my story. I was supposed to be graduating. I had no money to graduate. And the school told me you can match, but you won't get your diploma until you pay $2,000 you. They're not doing me wrong. That's the rule. Then Wednesday, I was going to church, Maglonia Baptist Church, for midweek service. Here comes a white gentleman in a fox wagon. He just stopped. He said, you need a ride? I know I don't ride with strangers. I said, no. I don't mean I'm not a racist. I just don't. I'm a foreigner. You got to be careful. <laughs> you, be, you be kidnapped. But he insisted. So carefully I got in the car. He drove, my church is just down the street. I walk it every week. And he took me to Maglonia Avenue Baptist Church and he dropped me off. The only question he asked me on the road, where are you from? I said, I'm from Nigeria, West Africa. What are you studying here? I'm studying music. That's the only thing we discuss. He dropped me off. He doesn't know my situation. And on Thursday, I got a call to come to the registrar's office. They said, the gentleman that picked you up yesterday had paid all your bills. You know what I'm trying to tell you? That was a day before my graduation. Thursday, they told me, get ready to march. God is in the business. I get so passionate about this thing. Because Christians are suffering needlessly. Learn to hear from God. And do what God said. God will take care of you. Yesterday I got a, a, a lady sent me a picture. Uh, and we call her Mama Jo. She's watching now. She always watch your church. And she sent me a picture with her and, and Miss, Miss Tippett in my church here. And they said, look who I'm with. And I'm trying to see how do these two connect? Because Miss Tippett work at Dillard. I don't know how they connect. So I said, thank you so much. That's a nice lady. She's a member of my church, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. And then the next thing, he sent, she sent me another picture. Now there are three of them. The third person that she sent me in that picture was a student from Africa. 
that came to that university had no money. And that woman took her into a house. That girl finished a nursing degree. That girl went for a doctorate in nursing, finished it, total stranger. And the Lord provides for all of our education. Sister Gray is loaded now. Because if you don't believe me, that's mistipid. These are real human beings in your neck of the wood, getting blessed. And you be telling me, I'm struggling here, I'm struggling. Why? God said, I'm in the business of blessing people. But the secret here, hearken to my words and do what I said. Everybody here ought to be blessed without any exception. You ought to be blessing the city. You ought to be blessing the field. You ought to be blessed coming in. You ought to be blessed going out. Every time I see you, they ought to be blessing all over your heart. God said, if you who are evil, you know how to do good things, you know how to bless your own children, how much more a good God? He wants to take care of you. Are you still here? If you don't believe me that God blesses people, look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. God said he blessed Adam, a human being like you. He said be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue the earth, dominate the earth. You're not here to barely get by. You're not here to be Begging, you are made to dominate the planet Earth. You look at Genesis 12. Beginning from verse 1, you see another example. This time it's Abraham. You probably will hear us talk about the blessings of Abraham. God bless him. The Bible said Abraham was rich in cattles, in silver, in gold. He dominated his, his world. Notice the blessing. Sevenfold blessing. The number seven is important. I told you in the book of Joel, he listed seven blessings. Here in the book of Genesis 12, verse 1 through 3, he blesses Abraham seven times. He said, number one, I'll make you a great nation. Number two, I will bless thee. Number three, I will make your name great. Number four, you will be a blessing to your generation. Ask yourself the question, am I a blessing to my generation? Or are you sucking life out of your generation? He said to Abraham, I will bless anyone that bless you. He said, I will curse anyone that curse you. Anybody that mess with you, they're in trouble. Because you're a child of God. I share with my church congregation this, this morning how my wife and I we went to some restaurant, uh, Cracker Barrel. It's not as good as Popeye. 
Yes, I said it. <laughs> Somebody need to tell the truth. To tell you how much I know it's, it's not good. After I left them, I went to Pablo. <laughs> My wife saw the, 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 the box because I dropped her off. <laughs> she said, what mean is this? I said, leave it alone. <laughs> but, but let me get back in the spirit. We found a total stranger. And he gave me an envelope. I, I said, thank you. Can I invite you to come to our church? He said, no, I'm not from here. He said, but I, I, I went on the social media and I heard that it's your birthday and I know you from television and you're a man of God and I know how to be blessed. So, total stranger. I said, ain't that something? God is in the business of blessing people. There are names after names in the Bible of people that God bless. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus even gives you a list of ways you can qualify for blessing. He said, blessed are those that mourn. Blessed are those at the meek. Blessed are the hunger. Not just hungry for food now. Hunger for the word of God. He said, blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemaker. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Why would you not find one of those to qualify you for the blessing in the kingdom? Are you hungry for the word of God? Are you a peacemaker? Are you meek? I mean, you ought to fit in one of these. Are you merciful? Is your heart right? When you have one of these, God said you are blessed. He will bless you. My message to you is that without a doubt, God blesses people. The songwriter put it this way. He said, may the Lord God bless you real good. May the Lord God bless you real good. You see, you know why they're saying that? Because they know God blesses people. I was sharing with my, with my church this morning. I, I, I was visiting uh, Minister Charlie's mom one day and just, to, just to hang out. And I said, Mama, will you sing me some song? I know you can sing. And guess what she did? She started singing, The Lord is blessing me. Right now, oh, oh, right now, tears begin to run in my eyes because I know the power of what she's saying. She's an elderly person. I don't want to cross-examine her. I simply ask, Mama, how you know the Lord is blessing you? She said, you woke me up this morning. 
Everybody's looking sad, and Miss Shadi, I don't know why she does it. Then she will start to sing that song. Mama, forget who died. I know my problem. You did. So I'm listening. I'm seeing confirmation that God is in the business of blessing people. You got to position yourself for the blessing of God. Number two, you need to know that you can be blessed by you blessing God. I talked to you about God blessing you, but you're supposed to bless him. And the more you bless him, the more he bless you. But many people, they have developed a habit of taking and not giving. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't believe me, check Psalms 34, verse number 1. The psalmist said, I will bless the Lord. I will bless who? The Lord. How often? You'll be amazed how many of you under the sound of my voice. The reason why you are still struggling, you have not learned to bless God. God has given you and me talents. God has given you and me gifts. The reason why he gave you all those gifts is for you to use it to bless him. You'll be amazed how many people can sing in the audience, but they're not on choir stand. And they will make an excuse. The devil will give you enough reason not for you to bless God. There are other ways you can bless God. The Bible says everything he gave to you, everything God gives you is a tool for you to bless God with. And the problem, ladies and gentlemen, many of us go through life expecting God to bless you, but you never bless him. David said his praise shall continually be in my mind. Please take note. I say it again. Many people are not blessed today because they never learn to bless God. Brother Pastor, how do I bless God? I'm glad you asked. Look at Psalms 103, beginning from verse 1. He said, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. All that is within me. Bless his holy name. So you ask me, how do I bless the Lord? It's very simple. Your soul, bless God with All that is within you. Bless God with it. What is it that is within you? 
Your spirit, your soul, your body. What's in your body? Your mouth. That's why when you can sing, you ought to use that mouth to bless God. Well, pastor, I can sing in the congregation. You lie. You liar. I happen to be a lawyer. I don't like liars. Don't commit perjury before God. The church is set up. We have the holies of holies. We have the outer court, the inner court, the holies of holies. If you can sing, guess where you belong? I saw one lady yesterday. I've been trying to help you. The Bible is not complicated. And she was in the choir because I've been fussing about people dying and there's nobody to sing. Unless they're, they're well-known, you don't show up. And finally, somebody get mad. And sure enough, they had a choir off here. I said, thank God. The lady don't have anything. She's just a child of God. But you are sure in honor her. I said, that's the church of my dream. I look for the musician. They're here. I said, that's what I'm looking for. The deacons, they're here. The deaconesses are here. It's not a popularity contest. It's about positioning yourself to be blessed. And one of the ladies I was singing, shared with me, said, Pastor, thank you, I'm back in the choir. She said, I still struggle. I don't always, I may not be able to stand for too long. Forgive me if I have to sit down sometimes. I say, yes, you can sit down. But if God gives you a voice, that voice is made for you to bless God with. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. One brother told me, and somebody said ugly to him, so you don't want to sing with the choir. I asked him, are you singing with any choir? He said, That's the lady. She's here. She's still here. I am telling you, it don't take much to be blessed. I am begging every one of you, Position yourself for the blessing of God. Don't watch people being blessed. If, you, if cooking is the gift you gave to you, cook your heart out. And do it as unto God. Can I be brutally honest with you? I have preached many times in this church with nobody in the house. Not even my own wife showed up. But I kept on preaching. Because I know how to be blessed. Whatever he gave you. If you know how to dance. When we say everything within me. Your dancing is, is part of you. Your singing is part of you. I mean your clap is part of you. Some of you only come to church when you feel like it. And you're asking why you're not blessed. You are candidate for poverty. You deliberately chose to be vulnerable. You are open to the attack of the enemy. And he will hit you every time you get a chance. I even told you, if you don't like this church, go somewhere. There's a reason why David said, I was glad. When they said unto me, let's go to church. This is not a, 
This is not a fraternity house. This is a hospital where Dr. Jesus is in session. And whatever is missing, he can make it right. You got to learn to bless God. Blessing with all that is within you. Your hand, your mouth, your feet, your whatever God gives you, use it for the glory of God. Why should you bless God? David said, forget not his benefits. Every one of you here, you've taken from God. I thank God every day that I'm not God. I will be walking around with a baseball bat. I woke you up and you tripping. Bam! Get out. Who is next? I will not allow nobody to mess with my God. How can you be taken? You know the first thing he said? He said, he forgive it. Oh, you're iniquity. Is there anybody here who has not done wrong? From the pulpit to the pews. We've all done wrong. But God forgives us. Because he forgiveth your iniquity, you are to bless him. David said, I'll tell you another reason why I will. He said, he redeemed my life from destruction. Am I the only one that God has saved from death? Automobile accident that you should have been dead. Many people should have been buried in, in, in a grave. Six feet in the ground. But you are still here by the grace of God. He redeemed you from destruction. The Bible says, because he crowned my head with loving kindness, with tender mercies. Is there anybody here that's not enjoying the mercy of God? The Bible says his mercy is new every morning. You enjoy mercies of God. You enjoy his loving kindness. And then you're so dignified to, to bless him. Ladies and gentlemen, he said he satisfied your mouth with good things. Do you know what? There are people in this world that have nothing to eat. There are people here who wants to eat so bad, they're eating from garbage cans. And here you are. You are living in, in the richest country on earth. you got so much to eat. How do I know? Just look at your size. Maybe one day we need to bring a, a, a scale and put it there and everybody get on it. I say, you need to bless the Lord. You're too fat. Bless you. The Lord has been good to you. Ladies and gentlemen, position yourself for the blessing of God. He said, if he had made you looking good when you don't even deserve it, it's not your makeup. He said, your youth is renewed as an eagle. God has been good to you. That's why we sing a song in this church. We say, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that is within me, bless his soul. But if you are lying, 
When you say all that is within you is blessing his holy name, and you're not, you're not even using your gift, you're not using your talent, not only are you not using it, but now you are lying before him. That is not funny. So learn to bless God. Our third way you can be blessed is to be a blessing to somebody. Some Christians are so stingy. God cannot trust you for anything. Learn to be a blessing. Learn to help somebody. Learn to pray for somebody. Learn to be good to somebody. Learn to compliment somebody. You see somebody who is well dressed, maybe better dressed than you, stop rolling your eyes. Thank God for the brother. Thank God for the sister. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I just get into the habit of wearing white suit. Mm-hmm. And one day, I saw a preacher on the Facebook, and he was wearing white suit. And he was more good looking than mine. See, I could have become jealous. Gilmore is his name. True story. The, the, kind, the, kind of, the kind of pastor God sent you, I'm notoriously transparent and notoriously unfiltered. Yep. I, I could tell as a man in the room, oh, gee. But you know, I call him, I said, brother, that was good. I said, you beat me on this, I'm, I'm going to come up. Be happy for people. Compliment. If a sister just got married, be happy for her. If she found a man, rejoice with her. If a little kid just graduated, celebrate that. Don't get jealous. Don't get envious. Stop rolling your eyes. You are blocking your own blessing. Be a blessing. And that's all good. Quick review before I give you one more point. Can I give one more point? Many of you don't know. When you see a preacher wife standing, he's telling her husband, you need to shut up. It's tough. The first thing I told you, to be blessed, God blesses you, and what you need to do, hear his voice, and do what he says. The second thing I told you is that you need to bless God yourself. When you don't bless God with the gifts and talents he gives you, you hinder your own blessing. You leave room for struggle. You become vulnerable. And the third thing I'm telling you is that you get blessed by being a blessing to others. Have you ever heard the term, I'm blessed to be a blessing? Have you ever heard the term that says, to whom much is given? These things are simple principles. The reason why Christians are struggling, they don't position themselves to be blessed. Let me tell you one more thing, because I told you there are four ways. The first way, God bless. The second way, you bless God. The third way, you bless others. And the final way, you bless your own self. Brother Pastor, how can I bless me? I thought it's God who blesses. 
Religion will tell you that. But if you study the word of God, Isaiah 65, verse 16, the Bible says, he who bless himself on this planet Earth, it's a good thing. Just bless yourself according to scriptures. You'll be amazed how many of you have never blessed yourself. And now we're in the fourth month of the year. And then you wonder, why am I going through this? Open your mouth and bless your own self. How do you bless yourself? It's very simple. You learn to say what God say about you. God said, you are strong. You ought to wake up every day. You know, I learned something from one of my children here in the church. We were talking, she's a teenager, and she told me how much time she spent every day to fix her hair. I was stunned. It makes me respect women more. That's serious commitment. She told me when she wake up in the morning, she's up while I'm still snoring. <clears throat> she was dedicated. She fixed herself up. She dressed up. And I said, wow, can you imagine if we spend some time during the day to bless ourselves? We spend the time to dress ourselves. We spend a lot of time. I got four girls. Sometimes it's entertaining for me to watch them. They will spend long time. Then they go to the mirror. In my, my room has the mirror all over the place. So they like my own room. They'll come. <laughs> all I need to do is just sit down and watch the show. It is so entertaining. Ask, why you spend so much time? Well, they say, that's what it takes to be a woman. I say, okay, all right, I get it. But what I'm suggesting to you is, can you spend some time Every day to bless your own self. Believe me, you will see a remarkable change in your life. How do you bless yourself? Just say what God says about you. I am strong because He said, Let the weak say, I'm strong. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, Self, I am wealthy. I am healthy. He said he sent his word. He healed their wounds. He healed their body. You got to say what God says about you. You know who you are in Christ. You know how much God has done for you. So develop a habit. Get up every morning and say, I am blessed. And say, I am healed. And say, I'm coming out of this. And say, the Lord is blessing me right now. Say, I'm gifted, I'm confident, whatever it is that you know about God concerning you, say it and say it and say it. The message is that all through the day, bless yourself. People say things about you, but you can cancel what anybody say with your own mouth. It's not what they say about you, it's what you say about your own self. Are you, see, are you seeing what I see this? So keep blessing yourself. 
Keep speaking to yourself. Keep believing the word of God. Look at yourself every day and decree. The Bible says if you decree a thing, it shall be established. Look to yourself every day and say, I am blessed. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am redeemed. I am forgiving. I am talented. I am creative. I am disciplined. I am focused. I'm confident, I'm secure, I'm prepared, I'm qualified, I'm motivated, I'm valuable, I'm free, I'm determined, I'm moving up, I'm getting out of trouble, I'm getting out of poverty, I'm getting out. Begin to decree and declare these things. And God will honor the word of your mouth. Now some of you will say, brother, pastor, I get it. But what you don't know I'm struggling right now. Somebody wrote to me last night, as a matter of fact. He said, Brother Pastor, I'm tired of life. He said, If you don't help me, you may never hear from me again. I say, Lord, have mercy. You see, I've been fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting and I've not been able to overcome. And I was just searching around late last night and I text all my musicians, I say, we need to consider the words of this song to help somebody. That man is watching right now as I'm speaking to you. Donna Lawrence, wrote this song. When you're going through, when you're dealing with trials and tribulations, when you're facing challenges that people around you don't even know, he said you need to remember sometimes you have to encourage your own self. He said sometimes you have to speak victory during the test that you're going through. He said, no matter how you feel, no matter what you're going through, speak the word and you will be healed. He said, speak over yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. I don't know who I'm speaking to today. But I want you to consider the words of that song. He said it, I believe. Sometimes you have to
God, I thank you that you are God who blesses his children. For our mistakes of not positioning ourselves to catch the ball of blessing, we say we are sorry. Lord, teach us to hear your voice. You said it, your word is clear. Your sheep know your voice. The voice of a stranger they will not listen to. Help us not only to hear your voice, but to do your command. Lord, I thank you for all the gifts in this house. All the talents. Bankers, school teachers, singers, all kinds of gifts in this house. Lord, teach us, oh God, bless the Lord. We just don't want to be taken and taken and taken and taken and not giving back to Lord. Lord, I pray that you will raise this church to be truly blessed. Everyone from the youngest to the oldest, I pray that this church will be a shining city in this community that people will come from east and west north and south and say these for sure are blessed people both in the natural and in the spirit Lord I thank you for the healing that is taking place right now help us to be agents of heaven to be a blessing to others you give seed only to sowers the reason why many of us are struggling financially is because if you bless us, we won't give to nobody. Help us to understand the way heaven operates. And Lord, teach us to bless our own self. Many of us, when we are negative, we don't realize we are cursing ourselves. Clean up our mouth, oh God. 
Help us to position ourselves for miracles, signs and wonders, blessings, favor, mercy of God. Lord, I thank you that the healing is taking place right now. We receive by faith in Jesus' name. Somebody shout amen. amen. Come on, open your mouth, shout amen. It is so. I want to thank you for being in church today. It is very important to me that people study the word of God. One gentleman was here. I didn't even know he's not a member. And he joined the church this morning. But what he said was quite remarkable. He said, Pastor, you know, I've been coming to this church. He said, but I never thought I'm the hold up to my own blessing. He said, from this day forward, he said, this is the last time you will see me poor. He said, I receive the word of God. And I will position myself to be blessed. And I shook his hand. I prayed with him. He said, oh, no, I'm not through. I've got to be a part of this church. Tell me what do I need to do? I almost want to say, I don't know either. <laughs> so I, I called uh, that precious lady there and say, okay, you'll work together, figure it out. <laughs> I'm out. The word of God is what we need. And I'm praying that all of us will begin to, to work that word of God. And I'm telling you, eyes have not seen it. Yes, I've not heard it. It's not even been conceived in the hearts of men what God has in store for you and me. Thank you for being here. Have a wonderful day in the Lord. If you're here looking for a church home and you want to be a part of what God is doing here, while everybody is leaving, I will stand here to receive you and welcome you to this church. I pray the Lord will bless you. I pray that the power of the Most High will dwell upon you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you to grain pasture. I pray that he will not allow your enemy to overcome you. I pray for blessings after blessings after blessings in your house, in your life, in the life of your children. It is so. In Jesus' name. Amen.